Yeah, boys and girls, hello and welcome to another episode of the I Mean It Podcast. Whether you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, SoundCloud, watching on YouTube, watching on Rumble, however, wherever you are tuning in, thank you so much for doing so. Uh, this is the last episode of our football preseason episodes going over each division over under total wins Vegas style. Uh, I know I've been off for a couple of weeks on it. I may or may not have had monkeypox. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I actually didn't have monkeypox because it turns out that you got to either like fucking dudes in the ass to get monkeypox or you got to like getting fucked in the ass by a dude to get monkeypox. And I ain't partaking neither one of those activities. So I'm pretty safe from the monkeypox. And so are all of you. <laughs> all right boys and girls last division the nfc east uh used to be the nfc beast now it's more like the nfc least uh for being honest but we got to go over it anyway right it's the last division so here we go we got we're gonna start off with those dallas cowboys uh last year they went 12 and 5 uh great season for them last year their trend line is as follows. 2017, 9.5 was their total. They went under. That was Dak's second year. So Dak's one of those two, I think, kind of the anomalies on uh, the guys that did not beat their win total their second year but have went on to actually have some success in the NFL. Um, in 2018, their win total was 8. They went over that. In 19, it was 9. They went under. 2020 is 9.5 and went under. 2021, 9.5 over. So Vegas is doing a very good job. Uh, riding the roller coaster with them and mostly taking everybody's money as it seems to alternate just about every year on the Cowboys. And this year their overrunner is 10 and a half. So Vegas is expecting a big upgrade from nine and a half wins to 10 and a half wins. Uh, they are favored in 11 out of 17 games, which is about nine and a half wins. However, last year Dallas was favored in 10 out of 17 games, which is nine wins. So, that's only about a half game difference is what you're looking at. And if you look at common opponents as last year, outside of the division, Tampa Bay week one, they were minus seven when they opened last year on the road. This year, Tampa's minus two at Dallas. You give two and a half points both ways, a five-point swing. You're looking at the same teams year to year is what Vegas said. And the other one uh, is Minnesota. Last year, they're plus two at Minnesota in the preseason. You remember that game ended up being crazy because Dak ended up being out, blah, blah, blah. But in the preseason lines we're looking at now, they were plus two. This year, they're plus one and a half point. Uh, so half a point improvement there. Not nearly as much. Not nearly as much as what uh, that total game market is telling you in Vegas. But Vegas knows Dallas is a public team. So they're going to have to, when Dallas goes 12-5, they're going to have to go over the 10 win mark. Just to make sure that, you know, they're not so liable on the other side that they can get some under money coming in on the other side to take away some of that liability from the, if the Cowboys have another great year. So they did raise it up to 10.5, but the end game market is not matching 
with that season total is telling you. But Dak does own this division. Uh, he is 23-8 ATS in his career. And inside of that number, he is an incredible 19-3 against the spread when he's favored by three, or no, sorry, by more than three points. So when he's supposed to kick the shit out of you in a division team, which that's usually when it kind of goes the other way in most divisions, yeah, he just goes and does it. 19-3 against the spread. That is fucking incredible. That is straight dominance. I see that continuing. Uh, I do see the defense regressing towards the mean this year. Um, and I will go slightly under the 10.5 and, and say 10-7 and seven officially. But I could easy, easily see 11-6. and six. Uh, The other thing that worries me about this team is obviously Cooper being gone. And then today the report came out that James Washington broke his foot and is out for 10 weeks. So basically, by my count at this point, the Cowboys receivers are CeeDee Lamb and Noah Brown. So that's not great. <laughs> that is not great, boys and girls. So they're going to have to do something. Or that rookie they draft is going to have to step up. or Something's going to have to happen because Gallup is not back for, I think, at least a month. And obviously they got nothing else. So they're going to have to have somebody step up. Um, but I still think... It's a long season. It's a long season. A lot of shit happens. Other teams get injuries too. I think overall, like I said, Dak owns the division. I like the 10-7. and seven. Slight under there. 11-6. Definitely in play. Uh, I would not bet this either way. I think it's I think it's a fair number in Vegas. It's maybe a little bit high. At least they're telling you it's a little bit high. But it's not crazy. So I can't go against it hard. Um, Alright, we're going to move on to the New York Football Giants. Last year, 4-13. and 13. Man, they fucking suck. <laughs> uh, their trend line is as follows. 2017, it was 9 under. 2018, 7 under. 2019, 6 under. 2020, 6 again. Push. 2021, 7 wins under. That was a winner for us. This year, they're over under 7 wins. Vegas expecting the same. And quite frankly, so am I, because this team is garbage. Daniel Jones is fucking garbage. This is an easy, easy fucking bet for me to the under. They're the third worst power rating team in our power ratings last year. They're projected to be the second worst team in the NFL this year. And last year, by the way, we were one one thousandth of a point on our preseason projection to their final number. So I think we pretty much got this team nailed. I think this is a 5-12 and 12 team, and I think I'm being generous right there. I think that's probably at best. In fact, you know what? I'm going to go 4-13. and 13. I'll say they'll do it again. They'll do it again because they fucking suck. And this should be the last year that we get to see or have to see Daniel Jones play football ever, hopefully. Good God. All right. <laughs> Moving on, those goddamn dirty Philadelphia Eagles. Somehow last year they won nine games. Uh, their trend line is as follows. 2017, 8 Oh, they went over that. In 2018, it was 10. They went under. Went to second year. He hasn't done shit since. 2019, 9.5 under. 2020, 9.5 under. 2021, 6.5. Dropped all the way down to 6. They did go over. That was one of our four losses. Shocked the shit out of me. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, but a huge upgrade from Vegas this year. From 6.5 all the way up to 9 wins preseason. Now... Vegas actually believes this. They are favored in 12 out of 17 games, which is more games than Dallas is. So Vegas is telling you between 9.5 and, and 10 wins, which means they think their number is actually a little bit low. They're trying to, you know, 
they don't think the over money is going to come in. They think their number is low. Now, our numbers do have them slightly behind Dallas, but still good enough for a 10-7 record. Um, and I'll stay around this, but I will say this. This is the best roster in this division. It's not even close, really. And if Hurts could just be an average quarterback, which he was so god-awful last year, uh, for him to get to an average would be a hell of a feat. But if he can do it, if he can do it, I mean, this team's they'll bump their head on 12 wins without even trying. Like, that's how good this team can be with just an average quarterback. And they'll win the division. If he if he's average, they will beat Dallas for the division. So, we'll see. We'll see if a terrible quarterback can become average in his second year. That's going to be the trick right there. All right, moving on. I'll say 10-7, and seven, sorry, for Philly for now. Uh, moving on, Washington. The Redskins. Uh, yeah, they're the Redskins. I'm not, you know what, I spent a year, two years, what I call them, the football team. I'm not doing this bullshit anymore. I'm not fucking virtue signaling for you fucks. Fuck you. How about that? How about take your fucking names and go fuck yourself? I'll call them what I want to call them, and you call them what you want to fucking call them. How about that? Because last count that I saw, uh, since they changed the name, uh, let's see. Uh, Native Americans are still last in poverty. They still have the most drug addiction, most teen pregnancy, uh, most uh, sexual, um, whatever you call it, uh, Abuses, and this is all per by percentage of population, obviously. Uh, most drug addicts, most suicides, this is everything. They lead the league in everything terrible. So, and that's changed none since all you fucking fat, woke, hairy-legged white women marched on the Capitol demanded they change their name. This is terrible. This is why the Indians suck at everything. <laughs> You fucking stupid cunts. Fuck you. Anyway, uh, 2017, their trend line was seven and a half wins under. 2018, six and a half wins over. 2019, six and a half wins under. 2020, five and a half wins over. And then 2021, eight and a half wins under. Boys and girls, that is the perfect trend line that Vegas wants to see. Under, over, under, over, over, under. Bam. This year. Seven and a half, so Vegas, big, big downgrade. Full game from last year. Now, they're only favored in six out of 17, which is right in, right in between seven and a half and eight wins. So Vegas is playing this one pretty much down the middle. They're not shading it. There's not a lot of action that comes in on the Redskins either way anymore. They used to be a very popular team, very, very popular bet team. They're not anymore. Uh, they're a destitute poverty franchise. And so they, Vegas really doesn't have to lean any which one way or try to manipulate the market here, and they're not going to do it. Uh, our numbers say that um, even if we upgrade them two full points, they're still staring six wins right in the fucking face. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go slightly over that just because their schedule is so easy. Um, first of all, they only have eight road games this year instead of nine, so every year now that there's 17 games, how many every years we do this shit, one year you're going to have eight, one year you're going to have nine. This year is their one less road game, and three of those eight are against Houston, Chicago, and Detroit, all which are ranked below them in our power rankings. So in other words, they will be going on the road, but they will be playing three teams that they should beat on the road, which you don't get a lot of in the NFL when you are a middling team like this. Like if you're the Packers, you know, whatever team Brady plays for, yeah, sure, you get a lot. Of, I mean, you're supposed to win most of your games no matter where they're at. But, you know, when you're a middling team, man, to get three teams like this on the road, 
that's a big pull for them. I think because of that, and only really because of that, they'll go seven and ten again. Still lean to the under on that one, uh, seven and a half. But I could easily see them going six and eleven, and it wouldn't even take that much going wrong. It's just kind of where they would land. But I think between six and seven wins is just that's where they that's where they're going to live this year. Once again, all right. Recap: we got Dallas going ten and seven, Philly going ten and seven, Skins seven and ten, the Giants. 4-13, and, and boys and girls, that is going to be our best bet of the week. The Giants under the seven wins. They've been under four of their last five years, their season totals in Vegas, because there's a lot of stupid fucking Giants fans out there that love to bet their Giants, and uh, they don't give a shit. They're going to bet them anyway. They're perpetual fucking losers, you know, just like their mayors and just like their crime rate. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, that's it for this week on I Mean It. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in, and in two weeks will be episode one of FGH. And until then, I'll be thinking about you. If I ever said I'm not